kind of like it when you come in and we, we don't go, well, hello, welcome to the show. We just kind of, we just kind of, we're in mid conversation. Right. Was it some, okay. So we're, we're doing that now. So, um, so, uh, this is a, this is, this should be episode 40, uh, of Headspace and Headspace Invaders. But unfortunately today it's not really Headspace Invaders. It's more like Headspace Invader. Um, there were a little bit different, a little bit of different episode today. Unfortunately, it's going to be basically, uh, we don't have Adam here. Uh, I don't have Adam here with me. My, uh, um, the other half of this, um, quote unquote show. Um, because he's got some other stuff going on, so uh, he will discuss that when we he, we, he gets back to uh, to the show and uh, let everybody know what was happening with him. So um, that is where we're going to leave that, I think. Um, but in because I don't have Adam with me today, um, I have uh, enlisted the help of our executive producer. So this will be the first time you'll hear this person's voice. You have heard us thank him at the end of every episode. Um, and uh, today you're actually going to uh, get to listen to him. So some people will know him. Some people will be very upset to hear his voice here. Uh, I know you know who I'm talking about. Um, but uh, this, everybody, is uh, is Wallace. So hey, Wallace. Hey, guys. I, I, I have to say my favorite part of being on this is that it, this will infuriate Clint that uh, right. I'm on it. So uh, uh, yeah, very exciting. So it's like you're a, you're a spite guest. Exactly. You're a guest to spite someone. And you know what? Who doesn't love a bit of spite? I, I hate so, um, being on the on the mic, but I love pissing off Clint. So right. uh, this will be good. Right. So uh, we're gonna just kind of uh, it'll be shortened episode, not usual format because we don't have Adam here. So we're gonna leave some things out. We're gonna put some normal stuff in, um, but uh, and it might not be quite as long. Um, but we just needed to put something out there because we have a bunch of things coming up, and specifically, um, we have um, a panel at uh, uh, Planet Comic Con. Kansas City coming up this March, uh, March the 20th, the Friday night. We will have a Headspace and we'll actually have our own panel, which is really, really exciting, which we'll give out more details as we get closer to it. But um, we wanted to kind of make sure people say, do, knew. Do we know what we're doing there yet, or is that still to be determined? It's we we don't have anything written down. We have a, a, a preliminary discussion and some text messages between me and Adam. So we kind of have an idea. It will be loosely based off of our the book end of our show, movies that I love, or movies I love that are shit. So um, it's Miltus based is how we'll, we're going to do it. Um, but we haven't really fleshed anything out. So still very much a work in progress, and um, definitely more to come on that one. But um, so tonight, Wallace, before we uh, actually got on here, um, this is a bit weird for me because I'm at home. Never really done this at home before. We're using a different kind of software to record tonight. Different recording equipment, not really recording equipment, very, very basic stuff. But again, um, that's because it's a little bit of a different episode. But it's weird for me to be sitting in my little home office um, looking around. I don't know if I'm going to be better or worse. Probably worse because I'm a little more comfortable. But uh, And then I have you here on the show too. So my not my the usual sounding board I have of Adam. Um, but tonight I went to my very first homeowners association meeting <laughs> and holy fucking shit was i just waiting my whole life to go to one of these things yeah um, I well i think now i mean i'm, I'm officially grown up right um uh, suburbanite um we obviously have a homeowners association where i live uh, we live in an elitist area. No, we don't. But we have a homeowners association because we have a pool. It's basically about a fucking pool, to be honest with you. And um, that's what you're paying for every year. And um, but I got to go to that at my uh, local at the local elementary school, and uh, it was all I ever dreamed it would be. Um, 
we only really went because we had a chance to get uh, we had a free drawing at the end for someone to get their dues paid for a year. So that's really the only reason why we went. And it was a, I got a coffee and I had a cookie. So uh, did you win? But we did not fucking win. No, uh, uh, the worst. But holy shit, what a cast of characters! We were there. Sure. What was the most exciting topic you heard about? Like well. Paint, was, uh, the mailbox is too far away from the curb was oh, one no. was serious. one complaint and this lady god lover had gotten online um to the u.s postal service uh website and found that uh most post office boxes the communal post boxes are supposed to be six to eight inches from the curb this one is at least a foot away and it's causing all kinds of problems when people's sub pumps run off and freeze around it, and it's a hazardous situation oh. for her. So That's it was. She's not wrong. That, That's ridiculous. That kind, that kind of stuff. Uh, there was a, an election. They voted in the new board members uh, tonight, which uh, I didn't know any of these people. Did you Two vote? of them are. I did. Two of them. I voted on the the color of some guy's shirt. Um, you know, <laughs> to. Uh, I what well, there was two members who were on there who whose three year term was up who were trying to get back on. And there was two new people who are new to the area, uh, one, eight months, one, two months, and they were trying to get on it. I so voted for the... Someone lived there for two months and one of yeah. the homeowners association. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, some, I'm not going to say anything ageist here, but it's people of a certain, um, it's people of a certain age that, you know, they need to do things. They need to do things in their life. I totally understand it. Uh, so, you know, they move to a new, new town. They want to, get involved, pitch in, you know, use their time in a productive I, I way, lived, manner, I suppose. I've in this house I'm in now for almost four years, and I know one of my neighbors. <laughs> I can't imagine wanting to be on the HOA. No, the Homeowners Association, it's not, it's not, it's not an organization for you, sir. No. Um, <laughs> but um, I vote for the new people. I have no idea who the fuck they are. I can't remember their names. Uh, but I, it's I, fresh blood. Yeah. Right. That's exactly what I turned. I turned to my wife and I said the same fucking thing. You know, yeah. Je- Jeff and Jeff, they've had their time. It's time yeah. to fucking turn the page. It's fucking done. Yeah. It's turn the fucking page. But Jeff and Jeff got back on. Uh, so, you know, it was a fucking close. It's a experience. I, you know, I get it. <laughs> it's a closed shop. It's a fucking closed shop. So that's what I did before we came here. So I prepped myself by uh, HOAing. Uh, I don't think I'll be going back. Um, but to move on from that quickly, we're, the next episode we do, full episode, will be probably the 2020 movie episode that we talked about doing. Um, yeah. We're probably going to do that uh, when Adam's back. Um, um, hopefully, maybe push it into one full episode. Instead, of, we discussed maybe breaking over two. I think we just got enough info for one. Um, because you know we're into January now, uh, towards the end of January. So movies are already coming out. So, um, But that's probably the next full episode we'll do. Um, today I'd like to talk about some movies that I've seen and, um, uh, I'm not sure if you've seen any of these Wallace, but, um, the first one I'll talk about is, um, well, I'll take them in the chronological order I saw them. So right before Christmas, Christmas Eve, actually, we kind of have a tradition in my house where we go to the movies. So we went to see Jumanji, the next level. Mm, Um, Merry Christmas. Right. <laughs> well, the the reason two years ago we went to see the the the, the reboot of the Jumanji movie with D- The Rock, Kevin Hart, Karen yeah, Gilliam, yeah. Karen Gilliam of, of Doctor Who fame. Um, everybody take Who? a drink. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, w- this one came out uh, Christmas time again, perfect time, and it was quite a funny movie. Uh, 
entertaining. I liked it. Uh, and the second one, you know, you think, well, it's a fucking sequel. It's a, it's a sequel because they made some money off the first one. Is it going to be any good? And it was actually quite good. I, um, I, I liked the uh, the last one a lot, so I, I, I'm not surprised. Yeah, and it, it was, it, it's the same essential movie, you know, just some different words. <laughs> but right. it was... Uh, it was it was the same vibe, same stuff happening, same you know, uh, the same cute characters that you enjoyed the first time around. So, uh, uh, I you know they're probably going to do another one. You know, um, uh, it made some money, so I they they'll definitely do another one. Um, it, it just seems like they're having a lot of fun when they make these. Like like The Rock and Kevin Hart obviously are are buddies, um, or or at least they're good at pretending like they're buddies. Uh, Jack Black's great. You know, as the um, the teenage girl, and then he has. But they switched. The, the cool thing about this one, the different aspect of this movie, is that they switched the bodies around. So it wasn't the tip. The it wasn't the the teens weren't dropped into the same bodies. They were dropped into different bodies. And then there was some swapping going on during the movie where people were moving to, to different bodies. Does that make sense? So like a, a next level Freaky Friday. Exactly. That's exactly exactly what it was. And. Uh, and you know it, it, it's it's made so I guess it's made up to this day it's made half or over half a a, a billion like six hundred seventy four million and a budget of one hundred twenty five I mean they are definitely going to make another one um it's got a Rotten Tomatoes rating of seventy one and that sounds about right you know it's not a film I think about probably the next day but at the time I laughed at least six times you know I um walked out of there you know in a good mood um. And everybody in the family were like, yeah, man, that was pretty good. That was good. That was worth the money we paid. So, um, so yeah, that's Jumanji the next level. Kind of what you... Did you see the movie with uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart, but uh, like one of... uh, The Rock was like an FBI agent and they went to high school together and... um, Central Intelligence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that looked like the worst movie I've ever seen. Took my kids, said it was fine. I think they're just watchable together, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot to be said for on-screen screen chemistry. So um, I think those two have it. They're like, um, you know, they're like uh, Morton Riggs. You know, maybe they should consider rebooting the the only. You know, they're both black guys. Maybe they should consider rebooting the Lethal Weapon franchise. I mean, well, it's a different time. We can do Lethal Weapon with two black guys now. Yeah, I totally can. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, they should. They should fucking do it with Why two black guys. They? You know, uh, instead of one black guy and uh, one kind of racist. Um, <laughs> so, right. um, so that was I, I saw that one, and then also over the holiday period because I like to take a long break from work, and um, we went to see uh, a film called Spies in Disguise. Do you know anything about this? Never even what heard of it. You ever heard of it? Okay, well, it's uh, an animated film, and um, oh. well, my my kids are now um, sixteen and thirteen, so we're kind of out of the animated film world thankfully finally right and this was um this was starring will smith as Mm. a secret agent and tom holland as his nerdy sidekick Mm. um uh he will smith it's the one where will smith's turned into a pigeon no that does not ring any bell no (laughs) no um computer animated um it came from distributed by 20 century fox 20 century fox it's um Produced by Blue Line Studios, uh, it's also got Karen Gill- uh, Gillan in too from Doctor Who fame. Um, mm. So I basically just went to see Karen Gillan movies over the Christmas period. DJ Khaled's in it. Is, is um, she is she Doctor Who? 
She is now. She was one of his assistants. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, she was one of the assistants of the Matt Smith doctor, my least favorite doctor. Okay. He was he was the dude with the dicky bow, right? The bow tie. Ah, oh, the dicky bow, right? Right. So yeah. uh, and Rashida Jones is in it. Um, and you know what? I will say I always my my mark for these type of films because I get to see every fucking one because my one of my kids is the same age as your youngest, yeah. but then I have a younger kid. So um, I see all these fucking movies. Yeah. And um, the question is, did I fall asleep in it or did I not? Oh, um, yeah. That's usually yeah. a good barometer. Yeah. Um, I did I did fall asleep in Spice Disguise. Yeah. But, but, but a momentary uh, 40 winks. It wasn't like for, you know, 15 minutes or there was a movie called, Ro- I talked about this before, Rocket and Crank or, uh, that's rocking and crank sounds like a porno um uh something like that and it was i felt i, I slept through the whole fucking thing like my kids woke me up at the end said it's time to go and it, it was awful so um but spies in the skies you know there was some funny moments in it the pigeon's kind of a funny bird you know um the pigeons are funny yeah there was all this kind of like oh um will smith as a pigeon could had a 360 view he wait, could see his wait, own wait book. a minute Will Smith's, I mean, his whole role in the movie was to be a pigeon? Well, he was a secret agent that then got turned into a pigeon. Right. Like, he was a human secret agent. He was Will Smith, and then he got turned into a pigeon. Hmm. And, uh... Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that wouldn't work. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to know what kind of brain trust was sitting around a table going like, man, I've got it. Will Smith's a fucking secret agent. He gets turned into a pigeon. Mayhem ensues. The last one I saw... Um, that I remember having to go with kids was I think Despicable Me might have been one, two, three. I don't even know how many they are, but uh, slept through um, the entire movie. Like the once the the uh, previews were over, fell asleep, snored. My kids apparently told me they had to wake me up at three or four times, um, and that was the last one. And that was, and you know, they. I don't know if they outgrew those movies as much as they were just like we're just you know, dads are right to these movies. We're never doing that with him again. Um, and right. so I've, I've never had to go back to the theater to see one of those. Well, uh, you know, I don't know. Do you miss it though? I mean, I think at some point I'll miss it when it's gone. You know, There's I'll bitch so many, about though. it. I just re- like when it was like, uh, I love, we know we loved Shrek. Um, their right. Incredibles were great. Like there were some good ones that came out, obviously toy stories, but there were so many shitty ones along the way that, uh, I don't miss it at all. Well, do you not think though, um, or, or have you, like, have you seen Coco? No, you, and I haven't. And everyone's, you know, everyone's like, you got to see Coco. Uh, and, but I still haven't watched it. Well, I would say the Pixar movie's a little bit different though, I think, you know, because they're, they're, they're like, that's good quality cinema in yeah. my view. I didn't see the you know? story either. Like once the kids had, you know, they weren't interested in going anymore. Right. That was it for me. And I, I love going to movies. I, I will go to any movie in the world, but I, I definitely don't. Um, I've lost interest in those movies. Really? I don't yeah. know. I, I think I'll, I, like I went to see the first Toy Story before I had kids. I think I'll go see those Pixar movies um, when my kids probably get too old or too cool to go to see them. Right. But, um, but most of this other kind of generic crap, uh, I will definitely, like a, a Spies in the Skies would not have been on my radar if I didn't yeah. have to go to see it. I, I mean, honestly, I thought you made that up when you first said it. So uh, I feel like there's a million of those now that, that don't even sound like, I mean, Will Smith turning into a pigeon. I don't know how that gets pitched. I don't know how it gets picked up. Um, right. But yeah, it sounds horrible. 
Um, so, and then the final film I've seen uh, since uh, my, well, not the final film, but we're not going to talk Star Wars today, is no Star Wars, um, no Star Wars uh, unfortunately. He'd fucking kill me. No. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, is, uh, is Knives Out. I went to see Knives Out, which is an Oscar contender, if I'm correct, right? Is so, it really? I saw I, that I think one, so. loved it. Uh, I did not know it was an Oscar contender. Yeah, I believe it is. Um, let me just do sort of semi Google machine here. Um, Oscar. Um, yeah, I, I um, Ryan Johnson um, from um, um, who from uh, Last Jedi fame, who who uh, uh, who wrote and directed the Last Jedi, the controversial. Um, um, uh, writer and director of The Last Jedi because The Last Jedi is supposed to be such a controversial movie and I, I kind of get why. Um, again, we're not going to talk about Star Wars. Um, he put this one together. Um, and I got a lot of play on... Um, oh, it's nice to see a film with um, with an, like a, an original script, like an original film instead of just you know a remake or instead of, instead of like a superhero or genre film or you know a tent or a franchise it's nice to see something that's like new and and fresh and exciting um let me see here it is it is not nominated for best picture i i tell the lie the best picture nominees are ford vs ferrari the irishman jojo rabbit joker little women marriage story 1917 once upon a time in hollywood and parasite but it is nominated i've seen, I've seen uh, a lot of those movies <clears throat> um Joker got nominated. Like I love Joker, but I, I that's yeah. a, a, an Oscar movie. Best picture, yeah. I mean, for me, I, I probably like. I like. I know everyone would hate to hear this, but like Little Women was uh, was fine. Um, what was that? Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, it was fine. Um, I think. So you want you, you say Parasite as well, though, right? Right. Parasite was good. I Parasite and Joker. I, I like both those movies a lot. So are you one of those people that tries to get to see every film before the Oscars? No, huh? And normally I have no idea which ones the Oscar ones are. Um, All right, so so let's see. Ford vs. Ferrari, have you seen that one? Yes. Yes or no, fine. good or bad? Yeah, that's fine. fine. Irishman? Yeah, I, I, maybe I'm one of the only people it sounds like, but I, I could have done without it. I mean... I, I haven't seen it, it yet. It was, it was fine. It was really long. It was uh, right. a slow, boring... Goodfellows, um, but it was fun. To see. Like it was fun to see. I mean, it was. It was. It, it's not that good. I, fuck it. Never mind. Like I, I actually didn't like it that much, and I'm not scared to say it. I mean, I started yeah, off. Come on, man. This, this, is a, this is a safe space. This yeah. you need to be honest here. Uh, the Irishman. I haven't. I can't commit the time to. But I love the fact. You know, they should have put slow, boring Goodfellas on the poster. I mean, that would have made me pay well, my so, ten ninety nine to Netflix so right away. The deal, because they do whatever this you know, technology is to make them look younger. Uh, they don't make them I look hate that. like they, they were when they were younger. They make them look exactly like they look now, except younger. Like It's weird and it's creepy, but I don't there's like a that. scene where De Niro is a younger De Niro. They've, you know, through the computers, made him look younger. And he's trying to like curb stomp a, a, a guy out in the, uh, in the street like that, that touched his daughter, did something weird like when he was younger. But he's so old, he can barely get his leg up properly. So it looks like an 80-year-old man trying to stomp on a guy, but it, he's supposed to be like a 
40-year-old man or a 35-year-old man. It's So instead of being scared and traumatized with the drama of the situation, you were afraid some old man was, was going to throw his hip out. I was traumatized like, by what I was saying. Like I was like, oh, my God, this old he, guy. He's going to have a fall. He's going to have a fall. Does yeah. he have a life alert thing? He's he falling. He can't very, get up. He was being very careful as he tried to stomp <laughs> on the guy's head on the sidewalk, and it just it didn't work. Right. So you went from saying that's fine to that's trash, right? Yeah. You know what? In uh, the end, fuck it. I hate that movie. Right, great. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Have you seen that yet? No, I haven't. I do want to see that one though. I do too. Uh, uh, I think he's great. Um, Who's great? Um, uh, T- I always get his name wrong. Uh, Tiki. Is it the director? Yeah. Um, he directed. Um, he's the New Zealand guy. I, I, I don't know any director. Oh, name. fucking what's his name? Um, I can tell you his name is – God, he's not even nominated for Best Director. Ridiculous. See, this is where I let you down as trying to be the Adam of this. Like I, I, I literally don't know any director's name. J.J. Abrams, I've heard that name a, a thousand times. Uh, I bet I've seen a hundred movies that I love of his. If I saw him on the street, I wouldn't know who he was. And I also don't know one movie that he's directed. So It's Taka Watiti. He also no, uh, wrote. He wrote and directed uh, uh, the Thor Ragnarok. You've seen that, right? Love that one. Yeah, he's he's great. Like he is, he's excellent. Um, um, so that's Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen it either. Um, have you seen Joker? Yes, and you liked Joker. Wait, what, what, you cut out on me there. Have I Joker. seen one? You liked Joker? Oh, yeah, I love Joker. You loved Joker. Yeah. That's interesting. Loved Joker. I liked Joker. Yeah. I think it was good. Uh, I wouldn't see it again, and I thought that uh, Joaquin Phoenix is incredible in it. Yeah, I thought he was incredible in it, and um, I don't know. I like the story. Little Women? I really want to see Little Women. I wouldn't. I mean, I, again, that's, I, I think, an unpopular opinion. Everyone thinks it's great. And, and again, I, I don't know. Maybe it is. But the story, I mean, I've, I've heard that story. I think I saw the movie 20 years ago. It's, I don't know. It's not... Old timey times aren't that interesting to me. <laughs> uh, Marriage Story. Have you watched that that stuff yet? Love that movie. That movie. You do. You do, really? Absolutely love that movie. Yeah, um, love both of them. Um, great movie. Great. And that uh, nineteen seventeen. Wait, that movie's up for best picture. Best film. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. No, I never saw. I have not seen nineteen seventeen. Uh, it's famous for that one shot. It's supposed to be like one long shot, right? Is that what they said? It's like a lot of the film the is like, this, yeah, one. It's one long one take. Yeah, there's there's like a giant fight in there, and especially as a uh, as a divorce guy. Um, and again, my divorce had did not at all compare to that, but just the the uh, the rage that can happen on both sides, and like the I don't know, it, it was it was definitely amazing. Um, so what about 1917? I never saw it. Okay. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. I, again, I, that was not that exciting to me. I thought it was pretty boring. And then Parasite. Loved it. It was great. So out of those films, what's Wallace's best picture of the year out of these? Um, like, w- which one did I like? Which one would you pick to win? Or yeah, which, which one, one would... I think would win? No, no. I don't want to know what you think would win. I think what you like the most. What's... If someone's going to win an, a Wallace in 2020, who's winning the Wallace? That's a that's an oddly shaped trophy of Wallace. It's oh fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. I mean, 
I like Joker. I like Parasite, and I liked uh, Marriage Story. Probably out of those. Um, so I'd probably pick Joker. Wow. Yeah, that's. I know that's not a super popular opinion. No, I, I mean Joker had its definitely had its moments. I it was a an it enjoyable movie. Made me feel the I don't know like watching it. There was that uncomfortableness of it. There was yes, um, like all that. And again, Marriage Story was that a Parasite, uh, which I really really liked. But I definitely walked out of there thinking that something was like left on the table. Like, did you see Parasite? No. Oh well, there's there's a, there's a couple little things in there that sound like they're going to get blown into bigger things that sounded interesting. But then what did get blown into the bigger thing was amazing as well. But it was one of those ones I was like, Oh my God, but what about, uh, there's this Morse code thing. I'm like, what about the Morse code? Um, but it was really good. Well, I, I think it's funny that, um, someone at uh, me who has a fucking podcast <laughs> mm-hmm. and talks about films and movies all the time. And it, um, is a self, I mean, it's my favorite thing to do. Uh, I think it's great that you have seen every single one of these films except for two, 1917 and Four yeah, Versus actually, Ferrari. That's kind of strange for me. I saw. And I, yeah, I haven't seen Ford any of them. Ferrari. I saw Ford versus Ferrari, and it was fine. Oh yeah, so you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit in 1917? Yes. Yeah. That is that's awesome, and I haven't seen any of them. That's hilarious. <laughs> You're so horrible at your job. Oh, I'm fucking terrible at it. You know, it's weird though. I never, I rarely do. I see the Oscar movies like a lot of times, and, yeah, I and don't you know, feel to like be. I do either. Yeah, and, well, I, I, award shows are just bugging me now. I, I mean, they just kind of annoy me. I think it's way too much backslapping. And then I had this conversation uh, with a coworker about how, I, I like the best actor thing. They make such a big deal out of that. I'm like, they're just they're just good at pretending. You know, I mean, they're just good at yeah. that's what they do. They they pretend, and um, they're not they're not writing it. They're not producing it or directing it. Right. They're just in it and getting paid the most money for fucking pretending. Yeah, well, like, it, 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 I always go with, like, because you said, did you say Brad, well, you said the movie was, is Brad Pitt up for, like, best actor? Uh, Brad Pitt is... Or is, I guess he, maybe he'd be supporting he, in that supporting, one. Supporting, I think he is. So Tarantino's up for director. There's certain people like Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, they're not even good at acting. They're just really good at being themselves. They're, they're always themselves in the movie, right. and I just really like them, like... Tom Cruise is never anything but just Tom Cruise in a movie, and I'm cool with that. Brad Pitt, right. same way. Like in that movie, people were like, "Oh, he did an amazing job." I'm like, no, "I was just, I was just Brad Pitt being that person. Like he didn't do anything different." Right. Ford yeah, versus I mean, Ferrari. Whatever. What, what's that guy's name? Played Batman. Um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Like that was an amazing like transformation. Like he he did amazing. Uh, Brad Pitt was just Brad Pitt. And I'm cool with that. Like, I was like, yeah, that's that's fine. No, he's very wa- watchable. As we covered when we talked about Ad Astra, the only reason why that was even halfway watchable oh. was because of Brad Pitt. Cause he's I was fucking... so excited for that movie. It was so horribly boring. But Brad Pitt was great. <laughs> he was great in it. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Sometimes very subdued Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Space. Sometimes you want to see him as a bodyguard. <laughs> right. you, know, you just want to see Brad Pitt as different things, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. And he's a Chiefs fan. Mm. We like that. Um, so... Uh, but not, back to Knives Out. So everybody's talking about how you know it's it's nominated for best original screenplay, uh, and it's good. Don't get me wrong; I like this movie. But uh, my big hang-up with all this hullabaloo about it is that it's it's nice to see a fresh and new and a new film, quote unquote new. It's not new. This is an Agatha Christie. Oh yeah. M- mix with Clue. Yes. Yeah, Essentially, what the movie is. A clue in there. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's a good Agatha Christie story. You're right. It, it, yeah, and it, you know, but I've seen it before. Death on the Nile, Peter Usenot. I mean, even to the point where, I mean, I know that's why Ryan Johnson did it, I'm assuming, is that he, you know, loved those Peter Ustinov, Death on the Nile, Murder of the Orient Express, you know, Belgian, outrageous, ac- accented detectives, because he basically made up a new one uh, with uh, Daniel Craig in the role of, uh, with, of the, uh, the the detective from the bayou. Yeah, um, which so, was great. Like, he, everyone was great. The whole the story was great. It was all great. But yeah, I, it wasn't like I thought it was some amazing new thing. No, it, it, it was. Yeah, we've seen it before. So again, I, I don't want to talk shit in the film. I liked it. I, I I was thoroughly entertained. I will say the dude beside me, I wanted to punch him in his fucking face. And um, well, he he we had this code of conduct, the cinema code of conduct, and he broke a bunch of rules. The main one he broke was... Because I remember hearing about you're not supposed to He fucking did fart as well, (laughs) yes. Towards the end of the film, he fucking did, and it stunk. And that motherfucker was eating nachos when I got there. So, you know, know, it was a fucking nacho fart. I love a guy that is bold enough to, one, just eat nachos right in front... Because I can't even eat nachos in public. Like, it, it, it doesn't look good, but... (laughs) <laughs> nachos right next to you and then farting like i mean that guy has no no care in the world no he's a fucking obnoxious fucker no no you do not because he's a obnoxious piece of shit and he has people like me bitching about him there was a point where anyway the real thing aside from the farting because uh, i can say okay he had nachos that's what his body's gonna do right gonna okay. you have, you have no we're all human beings here but you either fart or blow up yeah you can <laughs> Right. So, and that would have made more noise. So thankfully he didn't blow up. Yes. So he, throughout the movie, he was turning to his date and he was saying like, oh, your man, I think your man did it. Or he would say, he would comment throughout the film about the movie, his giving his theories. And yeah. loud enough for me to hear, he wasn't whispering in her fucking ear. He was turning to her and like, going, yeah, I totally think he's just fucking done that, you know? And I'm like giving him the, the dark, the evils. I'm looking over at him, like right, he's right beside me, like, like, tell him, like mentally tell him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, he does it a few much, more times. I'd much rather someone just start a fart at the beginning of the movie and let it carry through the entire movie than than talk uh, at all in a movie. Right, and a specific movie like this where it's it's all based upon what happened, who right. done it. It's a fucking who done it, and your yeah. man is sitting here telling me who he thinks done it. So. I go at one point. I go. I go. I audibly. I go. I went. Christ, like that, <laughs> out of frustration. And Jen goes, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yep." But he fucking knew I was talking about him because it was right after he turned to his fucking date, said something, and I went, "Christ," like that, <laughs> which is so passive aggressive. I understand that. No, um, that, that. You should do that. Yeah, you should. Uh, the guy that will eat nachos and fart in public should eventually, every once in a while, hear Christ. Uh, yeah into his ear yeah i mean i'm sure he was expecting it hmm. you know it's not the first time it's happened no it's not the first time he's heard it so uh so that was knives out i mean again uh, it was uh, the experience was, was what it was but i i did enjoy it and it was nice to get out and see an were adult you, movie for a while were you a big clue fan when you were a kid the film or the game the, well either but the film is what i meant like uh like Clue was to me was like I loved that movie and I remember, uh, you know, saw the movie in the theater and I know there was like different endings and all this stuff but like I remember my friend uh, Bill Phelps had the VHS that had all the different endings on it. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I loved that movie. I still love that movie. Yeah, 
It's good. I mean, yeah, with Tim Curry, and he's fucking great, you know. Yeah. Uh, such a versatile actor. Um, but yeah, Clue was fun. I mean, I don't, it didn't. It sounds like it changed your life a little bit. It didn't, it didn't affect me the same way it affected you. I mean, I, I fully watched it. Well, one, I just thought it was cool that you could have a different ending on a VHS tape. So, yeah, I was uh, like a, as a child. Yeah, like it was like a choose-your-own-ending book that you used to read. You remember those? Do you ever read those? Love those. Abominable Snowman. Yeah, they were fun. Um, so they're the films I've seen lately. Um, obviously, I have a lot to catch up on if I'm going to catch these movies before the Oscars. Hey, man, I'll give it a try. Uh, I uh, I definitely want to see Jojo Rabbit out of these. Yeah. I think I'll probably get weak and watch The Irishman or fall asleep during The Irishman like everybody else has. Um, I've seen The Joker. So I've seen one. Um, not The Joker. I've seen Joker. I want to go see 1917. I'll, I'll definitely watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because... Yeah, I do like Tarantino. I mean, I think he's a little formulaic. You know, he just changes his location. Um, I, I, but, I really, this did not feel like a Tarantino movie to me, but I, I don't know. Hmm. The older I get, maybe I just don't understand stuff the same way anymore. Yeah, like, I want him to... His other stuff. I want him to make his Star Trek. He's supposed to make a Star Trek. I want him to do that. I want to fuck all this shit. Get to do a, do a Star Trek, Quentin. A, a Tarantino Star Trek? Yeah. That's real. That's real. He has said he wants to do it. It's a real thing that could actually happen. And how that, great would that be? That would be weird. Yeah. Weird and fantastic. I'm not very entrenched in the Star Trek world, but uh, the, I, honestly, the only Star Treks I can remember are the current ones. Um, so, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then I want to see Parasite because it's supposed to be incredible, too. So, yeah, it's really I, good. I will hopefully get to those. Probably have to read, you know, subtitles and yeah. But now, if we move down to the animated animated feature film, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, Missing Link, I Lost My Body, Klaus, and Toy Story Four. I've seen all of those, bar one. So I've seen none of those. And again, yeah. four years ago, those are the only ones I would have seen. Right. Um. So that's our little touch on the movies. Uh. This this week. Um. I probably would like to do a little pod corner. Are you for that, buddy? Yeah, do it. Um, so if I was to ask you, Wallace, what, what, pod, what podcast, if there was a podcast you were listening to now, you'd like to, to share with us, you'd probably say Headspace Invaders, right? Because oh, you, you, you miss it desperately. Top of my list. Of my list. <laughs> um, well, this is kind of like the other end of the spectrum, this one. I uh, recommended to, to me by a friend of mine. Um, it is uh, called uh, The Root of Evil, um, The True Story of the Hodel Family and the Black Dahlia. So this was um, this was made in production with TNT as well, uh, the TV channel. Um, and um, it was the, there's a limited or a miniseries starring Chris Pine that was on uh, late last year in the fall, early winter called I Am the Night. Did you by chance catch that? No. Well, this is based off of this story. Um, and it's put together by these two women, these two sisters. Um, and it's essentially about their mothers, their mother's story. And then they kind of go, they, it started off them just going through their mother's life. And then it goes into, you know, her mother's life and then her, her grandfather's life. And um, it just covers this incredibly insane story. And, um, of 
this guy, George Hodel, and what he did and what kind of person he was. Is, it, um, is this a, like a documentary style or more like a acted out style? It's a documentary style. It's eight okay. episodes. They're all out there now, so you can download them all and binge listen to them if you want to, which I actually like finding podcasts like that that I can mm-hmm. I don't have to wait each week. So, But the story is incredible, and it's true. It's all true. It's all based on their family that they've uncovered um, through after the mother passed away, through trying to find more about her life. And I'm telling you, buddy, some of the most fucking like messed up stuff, like old, old Hollywood shit, weird witchcraft, like, surrealism, like away, art. Like, like, what do you mean? Like what's uh... um, incest. And then, and then also uh, like the, the power of hypnotism and mesmerism, if you like, from back in the twenties. And then the Black Dahlia. Have you ever heard of the Black Dahlia, yeah, the yeah, yeah. murder? And then all based around the Black Dahlia, the Black Dahlia unsolved, the most famous unsolved murder in the United States, probably about the murder of this young woman, this young um, Los Angeles socialite, um, and how her body was kind of dismembered and left on the side of the street. Um, just really disturbing, uh, crazy story, and told really, really brilliantly by um, by Yvette and Rasha, the two sisters, uh, Rasha. Uh, Picaro and Yvette Gentile, who, um, um, whose mother they they kind of start looking into, and her family, and it's just it's fucking nuts. I recommend it heartily. It's a little creepy, um, super graphic, um, so be aware if you're not um, if you don't like those kind of things. Uh, I thought it was absolutely fascinating. I'm actually almost finished it. I'm about halfway through the final episode, so um, yeah, I, I couldn't recommend it enough. It's excellent. So um, that's the root, the root of out. evil, yeah. All right, I, I, I always give Adam shit for uh, his horrible podcast suggestions, but uh, I, I don't have a good one to uh, contribute either. So, well, that's okay too because you know he probably wouldn't either. He'd probably tell you about uh, a comic book he's reading or something. He, yeah, he would tell you about something he watched on Hulu and say it was. A yeah, I watched this thing on YouTube. Uh, ergo, it's a podcast. Right. Um. So. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like we'll just do one for Pod Corner today. Um, uh, uh, the Root of Evil, again, really worth checking out if you like that true crime kind of um, old Hollywood vibe to it. Um, it was really, really excellent. So, cool. And um, that's it. So, um, I guess we're gonna probably try and pull this together. Um, now we we won't do uh, a mill task. We won't do movies I love that are shit today because. Um, it's a little bit of a different episode because we, we obviously don't have Adam here, but and um, but we'll I, I kind of want to close it out by by uh, talking about um, someone who passed away today. Actually, is um, um, just kind of um, and uh, and I'll this. We'll do a tribute episode at a later date. Is Terry Jones um, from Monty Python uh, who passed away today uh, at the age of seventy seven. So someone who I am. Um, uh, obviously a huge fan of Monty Python and the TV show and then all the movies that they made. Um, and if you, you would have seen me live tweeting, uh, Holy Grail and life of Brian there a couple of of weeks ago, um, uh, before this. So I might have to do that again, but, um, you know, he, he passed away today. He had, um, uh, I think he got, um, uh, he had some dementia, I believe, um, for the last couple of years. So, um, so tell, tell me again, I, I always consider myself a big, uh, uh, a big Monty Python fan, but who was he in? I mean, I, 
I know so many of them, but I, I actually don't know that name. Um, well, he he directed uh, a bunch of the movies too. Like any of the Python movies, he directed. Yeah. He directed The Life of Brian, and he did it in he did it in concert with uh, 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 Terry Gilliam, who was the American yeah. in the Monty Python. Yeah. So they would do those together. And Terry Gilliam went on to make um, Fisher King and uh, Man from La Mancha and a bunch of different movies, like excellent movies. Um, but so Terry Jones also directed the movies too. But he was the one who, if you see Life of Brian, he was Brian's mother. He played a lot of time. He played okay. a lot of female characters, and okay. um, so if you want, I mean, he's probably for his, his role, he's probably best remembered as Brian's mom. Um, I would say, um, but he, um, yeah, he directed Life of Brian. He directed The Meaning of Life. He directed Eric the Viking. If you haven't seen that, I check it out. Not seen starring, Eric the Viking. Yeah, starring Tim or um, uh, uh, is it Tim Roth? Um, the uh, who's married to um. Susan Sarandon. What? Uh, yeah, um, from yeah, Tim. it's oh Tim Robbins, Tim Robbins. I'm sorry. Oh Tim Robbins, yeah. Okay. Tim Robbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in Eric the Viking, and then he also directed *Wind in the Willows*, which is kind of like an animated movie, um, based around the the classic children's uh, books. Um, so, uh, kind of sad, you know, because if you look, there's there's all these tributes from his. There's there's now two out of the six pythons are passed away. Graham Chapman died about 20 years ago um terry jones today and then you have michael palin eric idle john cleese and terry yeah. gillam still left and of course john cleese coming to kansas city in march for uh, comic-con for uh, planet comic-con so that should be kind of fun i might hopefully get a chance to meet that guy so um yeah he's written he wrote he was a prolific as i said film director actor and then he wrote um uh, uh comic books and then he did a bunch of uh, uh children's books as well as he got older um, but, uh, yeah, you know, um, I would say, you know, give, give some of those movies a watch, um, and, uh, remember all the good times and all the laughs that we got from that dude. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, Terry Jones and we'll probably, what we'll do, we'll close this episode with, uh, I'll play a bit from, from, uh, uh, the life of Brian or, or one of his, one of their movies and um, that he was prominent in. And, uh, that's how we'll kind of finish up today's episode. So I guess, um, that's it. Uh, we'll be back soon with the regular deal, the regular format. And um, Wallace we'll bring Adam back, and I'll <clears throat> I'll go back behind the scenes. Unless Wallace makes some kind of crazy grab for power and wants to kind of like take yeah. a permanent seat in the show, I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? We don't know. So try. we'll see. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. <laughs> um. But um. I don't know. If I, I I can't thank you when you're you're on the show. Should we thank Adam instead? Yes. Let's thank Adam. I, I right. think you normally make Adam thank me, so. Do I get to thank Adam? Yeah, I think you should. All right. Uh, are we signing off? Yeah. All right. Thanks, Adam. Good luck. <coughs> we are three wise men. What? We are three wise men. Well, what are you doing creeping out of the at two o'clock in the morning? That doesn't sound very wise to me. We are astrologers. We have come from the east. Is this some kind of joke? We wish to praise the infant. We must pay homage to him. Homage? You're all drunk. It's disgusting. Alf, come on, Alf. No, Bursting no. here with tales about oriental fortune tellers. Come on, Alf. No, no, we must see him. Go and praise someone else's back. Go on. We were led by a star. Led by a bottle of all I got out. We must see him. We have brought presents. Alf. Gold, frankincense, myrrh. Well, why didn't you?
you say he's over there? 